1: this series is for you. Experienced agent, this series is for you. It doesn't matter. Agent on a team, team leader, we're going to give you strategies and techniques to figure out how to scale and grow your business to close deals today. Not in the future, not tomorrow, today. This is what we're focusing on all month, the techniques, the strategies you need. So welcome to the Agent Power Hub. All
2: right, all right. Good morning, ladies and gentlemen. Can everybody hear me? All. Oh. Oh, all of us. All right. All right. So today is a very special day and I am super excited. We're going to talk about marketing in the current market. This is so important because, you know, there was something that you said in one of the last series, Scott, was you got to be the purple cow. And I think that is so close to the truth because there's so many other white and black cows out there. How are you going to find a way to stand out? Um, We've got our magnificent co-host, the Scott Moeller, who's going to kick it off for us. Talk to us a little bit about marketing in the current market and what's been working for you.
3: All right. Well, thanks for the intro Asher. Um, I wanted to talk about marketing online. You know, we all know the, the four P's of marketing, And then I'll touch on, you know, how to be the purple cow and and how to stand out. This all kind of uh, come together uh, in that sense. So in terms of marketing online, there's uh, the famous three E's. And those are engage, equip, and empower. And engagement, obviously, online comes from, uh, you know, Direct messaging your, your followers, um, commenting, not just throwing emojis on comments, but really engaging with, with your audience, right. With your, with your, with your followers and the people that you're following. So you can really market yourself and and what you're doing. Um, I'm going to throw a nugget out there. I don't think a lot of agents are doing this, uh, my team is doing this. I know Asher's doing this, but small groups. So if you really want to engage with, with your sphere and market yourself, build a small group or join a small group. If you're into cycling, if you're you know you're into uh a religion, if you're into swimming, whatever it is, either build your own small group, which I recommend or join a small group. There's no better way to market yourself than actually being in, in front of people and getting to know them and building relationships. And to me, engagement is better in person than online. So if you can get in front of people and do it in in a group where you know you're doing something that you're passionate about, the relationship part's gonna be really, really easy. Engagement is just, it, what it does is it creates trust, right? And then it helps build relationships. And that's what our business is all about. If you can increase your sphere, you're going to increase your business. And you want to do it in a way where you're, uh, you know, you're genuine and authentic to yourself because you'll you'll never get tired of it. If you're, if you're building a small group and you're engaging in things that um, you're passionate about, then it's going to be easy to do that for a very, very long time. And then you're just going to come off um, really genuine and, and authentic. And it's easier to build build relationships relationships that way and, and, and have conversations. Uh, number two, equip. So you want to give, give your audience and your followers um, and the people that you're marketing to something to talk about. What are you doing that's that's unique? Are you doing something in the community? Does your service provide something that's unique? You know, how are you being the purple cow among, you know, the other 8,000 real estate agents in the area? And so, you have to ask yourself, okay, am I unique and am I doing something that's going to give the community something to talk about and my followers something to talk about um and and if you're not really sit down and figure out well what can i do what can i equip my audience with that they can go brag about right and so for us it's our it's what we do in our community it's our small groups and then it's our buyer and listing presentations and we'll talk about that a little bit but we do you know we do things in our presentations that I don't think a whole lot of agents are doing. I would say eight out of 10 agents aren't doing what we're doing in our buyer presentations, our listing presentations, our small groups, and, and our engagement online. Number three is empower, right? You want to let let your audience know that they're important and you want to try to gather feedback. You want to gather suggestions on, you know, what, what you can do in your community, what you can do in your small groups, get them involved somehow to where they feel like they have a voice and that they're heard and that they're part of your brand and your, your mission statement um, and, and your, your marketing and your, and your branding strategy, right? People like to be a part of communities. They like to be involved. People like to be heard. And so figure out how to, to gather some feedback and gather ideas on you know what you should do with your real estate business inside of the community um or even for for branding purposes try to gather some some good good feedback and you don't always have to apply it but if you if you can um you know it may help your business they say you know feedback is the breakfast of champions so it doesn't hurt to to gather um to gather feedback and suggestions from people who are following you, if you're online on, uh, you know, Instagram and you know, run a poll, use use the tools that Instagram and Facebook have um, to generate to get the algorithm going and generate feedback and get people involved. Um, I I do it all the time and and people love it. You'd be surprised by how many people respond to your polls and and to your stories and and things like that. People love to be involved.
2: Hey, Scott, Um, looks like we got a question in the chat from Leonora. She's asking, can you tell her more about what you do different for the buyer and seller in the presentation?
3: Yeah, absolutely. So when you're, when you're, when you have a buyer's appointment presentation scheduled or a listing presentation scheduled, you're marketing yourself, right? You, you get to go in front of, in front of people, you get to show up in your vehicle you get to hop out of your vehicle dressed as you're dressed walk in there and the the entire thing is an ad is a commercial is on on how you are how you conduct yourself how your personality is and the the person the entire time is thinking do I want to work with this person do I like this person do I trust this person and so you have to treat your buyer appointments and your listing appointments like a marketing presentation because that's exactly what you're doing is you're marketing yourself to these people and so what we do differently, let's say in a listing appointment, and I'll let Asher speak on on the buyer side, but on the listing side, we come with a menu of options, right? We don't just come and and say, hey, here's here's our photos. We can, we can stage, and you know we'll put your house on the MLS, put a sign in the yard, and. And we show the house and we'll have an open house on, on Saturday and Sunday. We have options, right? We have, we have an option to purchase their home cash and it's either us or another company that we've partnered with like HomeLite or an investor in the area. You want to have several cash buyer options for your clients and you can Google these companies, call them up and partner with them and get them on your listing presentations so there's a cash offer right it's not always going to be of market value usually cash offers are a little bit below market but it's an option it's convenience and then we have options for a six percent commission it's a full service listing option where we pay for staging we pay for photos you're going to get drone videos you're going to get a, a neighborhood video of you know whatever area you're in of for For me, it's we have lots of rivers and lakes and hiking trails and in my specific neighborhood where I live we have horse trails and and uh rivers and lakes and and fishing and and kayaking and and so we capture all of that right into our our packages We run Google ads and Facebook ads with these promotional videos that's part of the package as well and then we 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 offer providing our services in terms of how can we maximize every dollar? How can how can we how can we net you the most money um, on this sale? Well, let's walk around your house and let's walk around your property because I'm a professional and I've done my research and I've been doing this a long time. I know that we need to paint the house. I know we need new carpet. I know that we have to put gutters on or a new roof. I know that we we need exterior paint. I know that we can leave this bathroom, you know, the way it is. I know that we need a home inspection, a pest inspection, and we need to get a a clear section one. Right. I know these things because I know this neighborhood. I know these homes, and I know what's going to sell. And so and i can manage all these things if you want i have the handyman i have the contractors i have uh you know the tile guys the roofers you name it i have a list of vendors and i'll manage the entire project and we're going to prep your house so we can put it on the market because right now in this current market your house has to be move-in ready if you want to sell it quickly and you want to sell it for top dollar so I know if we put $25,000 in or $30,000 into upgrades or repairs, then I know that we're going to get a return of $50 to $75,000 on the other end. And so we put that into <clears throat> our listing presentation. So now I'm I'm uh I'm I'm a general contractor basically, right? I have expertise in what's going to generate you top dollar for putting your house on the market. I have a cash offer. I have um a a full listing six percent you know marketing package and then i have you know if you want a discount if you want to do it at four and a half percent five percent i throw a sign in the yard i have your photos and then we list your house you know which one do you want to choose mr seller so now i have all these options we're in a dialogue on how how to choose the best option to to sell their house. How much funds do they have to put into their house, right? And then I break out a calendar and I start writing down, literally scheduling my home and pest inspection. I schedule my photographer and I'm texting and calling them right there at the listing appointment and saying, hey, this is what the timeline looks like, right? Home and pest. And then we do repairs and then we have photos and then the signs in the yard. Then my stager comes in. And she's not just a stager. she's an interior designer, so she's going to use her furniture and your furniture and she and and she's going to tell us where to put literally everything for photos, lighting, all that stuff, right? And so they have a timeline. They have options to choose from. and hardly anybody is going into a listing presentation with all of all of those options, all of that information and willing to to go to go to work like that in order to generate them the you know, the highest amount of money in their bank account at the end of the sale. Cause that's, that's mainly what people want. We send a jot form to these people before the listing presentation. And on that jot form, it, it's asked them, you know, how important it is to them on a scale one to 10 to, um, you know, to sell for top dollar or to uh, sell quickly, you know, it. I have all the information that's important to them.
2: We've and got so, another question in the uh, comments. Yeah. Um, go ahead. And, and thank you for answering that, Scott. That was very thorough. And that really does set you apart. Okay, Jess, you have a question. What is your question, Jess? And good morning.
0: Good morning, y'all. Welcome back. Good to see you. Likewise. Um, You mentioned you have multiple packages. 6% is full service, cash offers. And then you said 4% means we just throw a sign in your yard. What if at 4% that house doesn't sell? At what point do you talk to your seller and say, hey, we need to renegotiate this. We need to do these other things because your house is not selling at the price you wanted it to.
3: That's a very good question. And you never renegotiate commission um, unless they bring it up.
0: So what do you do if it's not selling at the 4% and it does need those other things?
3: So I've had that happen. So in 2022, um, I had a $2 million listing, right? Their house was probably worth about $2.3 million. And they had us on a tiered commission structure, right? If I could sell at this amount, I would get six, this amount, five, this amount, four and i was like no problem and we we did everything that i spoke about repairs inspections we i i managed landscaping it was a huge house you know at the the whole nine and they loved it and then uh we put the day we put the house on the market is when the market started to turn right it started to turn while we were doing all those things and mm-hmm. the listing agreement was signed and um and it was about the end of may you know middle of June when the market was turning and then everybody was kind of lenders were freaking out the bay area was changing and then it was heading heading up to you know the sacramento area where i'm at and their house became you know went from 2.3 to you know 1.8 you know like pretty quickly especially in the luxury market and so it's like i i can't go to these sellers who i've built a relationship with i've put money into them. i'm spent i spent money on you know uh, staging and, and home inspections and pest inspections and, and all this stuff. And I can't go to them and say, Hey, I, I want more money because the market shifted or I wasn't able to do, mm-hmm. you know, what I said I was going to do. So I knew at that time in that current market that I could do what I said I was going to do, but the market changed, you know, pretty quickly in in a couple of weeks. And so, um, we were able to generate them an offer for 2.1 mm-hmm but it was, it was tough and it was hard. And I had to, you know, throw extra dollars and into marketing. And, you know, I, because I sold it at 2.1, I got four and a half percent commission on it. And so I told them, I told them something and I'm going to stick to my word. I'm going to do what I told them I was going to do. You should know that ahead of time, whether or not that you can, you know, do those repairs and those things in a timeline, you know, that you can, sell for what you're saying you're going to sell for if that makes sense
0: it does and i think that the scenario you gave me is different than what i was asking so allow me to ask it differently okay. um, you said for four percent let's say i'm the seller you and i agree you're just going to throw a sign in the yard right oh at okay. what point do you say your four percent method is not working okay. and how do you have that conversation and then do you decide to or have a conversation about agreeing to now let's do this next here with all of these other perks.
3: Yeah. Good question. Usually it's on the seller. Like, cause you're, you're telling them ahead of time that that's not the option they should choose. Right. Yes. And um, usually it takes probably three months, you know, a lot of showings, the showings will slow down. You're talking about price reductions. You're giving them updates in the market and usually it's on them, right? Cause you should be, dropping seeds to them the entire time like hey i've here's all the showings and you should gather feedback from every showing if you can't try your hardest even cuz agents won't do it but call them and be like hey i really need this can i get some feedback right i use showing time and it bugs them like gives them like 3 4 emails for for feedback if i don't get it there i call them and i get it And so, try to get feedback as best you can, and relay that in an email, and then call to your sellers, and then call them and discuss this. Like, hey, here's the feedback, right? And then homes will be selling through that period, so constantly hop into the MLS or Homesnap or whatever you're using, and say, hey, look, this home sold in 30 days, and look, look how their kitchen is, look how their paint is, look, yeah. And so you you got to continually update your clients on the market and and say, Hey, this is, this is what we should do. And I, this is still an option for us. Let's take the house off the market. Here's the plan. Here's what the timeline, what the timeline looks like. And, and we can sell this thing, right?
2: Hey, Scott, um, for the sake of time, we're going to have to table that question and maybe we can pick that up um, offline. Um, We've got about nine minutes left, Scott, I'm going to jump in and take over if you don't mind and talk a little bit about our our topic at hand, which is marketing in the current market. So, um, wow, all right, I'm fired up about this. And the number one thing that you should be doing in this current market is video. Video is the most efficient way to reach the consumer online right now. As the algorithm is constantly changing, it's gonna require more of you to understand how to adapt. So when we're online, we have to pay attention to what's working and what's trending. Now, when people are online, you'll see people or you'll you yourself will start to scroll and sometimes aimlessly. whenever I scroll, I scroll intentionally. Now, there are times where you know I want to laugh and you know I'll send jokes to Scott, but most of the time, I'm looking for ideas. The biggest thing that I hear some of my new agents on my team say is, I can't come up with ideas, I don't know what to post. Well, when I'm scrolling, I'm constantly looking for ideas. I go and I follow other agents that I admire online and that have a good following and that are working within the trends. That's how they're getting the engagement and they're getting the growth. So as I go and I try to emulate some of these other agents, it just gives me ideas. So then I can take this back to the drawing board and then I can say, all right, well, I couldn't do it that way and I couldn't do it this way, but I can do it my way and also follow these same types of trends. Well, another thing that you really got to pay attention to is Instagram specifically is no longer favoring portraits or photos by themselves. So I see this so much online right now is infographs. Graphs with information, pictures with information and a long caption. Now, these are still helpful to the consumer, absolutely. They're providing valuable information. They're educating the consumer about a part of the process. But if you want more engagement and you want more of your own followers to see those posts, you got to get on video. Now we have other applications and other resources in tandem with the platform at hand. So if you're on Instagram, there's tons of other apps that you can be using. The most profound and simple app that I've come to use is CapCut. CAPCUT. This allows you to add captions, add effects, and all the other cool features and functionality that you see the influencers online doing. What I recommend is that everybody that's watching this Zoom right now make it up in their mind that you're going to at least try to start doing one to two videos a week. This is going to allow you to not just beat the algorithm, but leverage the algorithm so you can start to see more growth and more engagement. Say you don't know ideas or have any ideas, start to follow other realtors that you emulate. This is a copycat business as long as you're copying the right cat. Get some of those ideas and recreate those ideas or take those ideas and put your own twist on them. When you get on CapCut, You can also go to YouTube and this is what I did personally, how to use CapCut. CapCut is a well-known app and there's a few really good videos on how to use it step-by-step. So this is how you can learn to use that app so that your videos will start to look more like the influencer videos, which the algorithm will then pick up and now you're leveraging the algorithm and additional resources to increase the amount of exposure, growth and engagement that you'll receive. Now, a lot of people will also say this to me, well, Asher, you're so comfortable on video. Why? Because I practice. I do video all the time. Video is something that I like to do. Now, you might be saying to yourself, well, I don't like video and I don't do it often. Well." you've got to start to transition and change your mindset around doing video because this is something that you're going to need to do in order to increase your exposure and your engagement. And it will attribute to more growth for you online. So you have to make that decision. Do you want to grow online? Do you want more exposure? And do you want more engagement? Well, if that's the case and you say, yes, you're going to have to start doing more video. Now, This will probably help you get across the line. Start to practice in the mirror. I know this may sound kind of silly, kind of funny, but you have to get comfortable with seeing you. You have to get comfortable with seeing your body language and your mannerisms and the way that you speak, right? Your, Your facial expressions when you say things. Start to get comfortable with yourself in the mirror. And then record it in front of a friend. Record it in front of your cat. Record it in front of your dog. Get comfortable recording yourself speaking. Now, if these things just flat out don't work for you, you might need a coach. That's something that both Scott and I offer is I specifically have done 98% of my business online, not through direct mail, done a small amount of door knocking and did produce a small yield and done some cold calling, but hasn't produced a huge yield. But 98% of my business has come from my online presence and platforms. So if you really struggle with creating video online, we would love to have a side conversation with you and talk to you about how we can coach you through video and help you do video at a higher level, raising the standard, which will increase your engagement, your exposure and your growth. Now, one last thing that I'll say is If you aren't willing to step out of your comfort zone, then this strategy just won't work for you. Are there other strategies that will always work? Yes, traditional marketing will always work, right? That means direct mail, door hangers, flyers, business cards, they will always work. Cold calling will always work. Door knocking will always work. We're just sharing with you that there's a better way. This market, is evolving. We're in a digital transformation right now, meaning the way we did real estate 20 years ago is shifting to doing this digitally. Now, you can either adapt or not, and you can continue the traditional methods. The traditional methods typically take more time and more effort, and most of them come at a cost unless you're door knocking or cold calling right? If you're doing direct mail, or you're doing door hangers and things of this nature, it'll cost more money. One thing that I love about digital marketing in the current market is it's 100% free. There are so many outlets and resources such as YouTube, right? YouTube is not a social media platform, by the way. YouTube is a search engine. You can get on YouTube and search anything that you're looking to do and start to practice it. Because if you don't take anything in the application that you study or you learn anything that you hear on this podcast, or anything that you hear at a mastermind or an event, and you don't take it to the application phase, well, then it was all just a great experience or it was entertainment for you. So, and we also have another question in the chat. Richard. How do I reach out to you about using the video? We will drop our contact information here in the chat before we, well, looks like we're closing. Right, um, Richard, I'm going to drop my Instagram and my email. If you want to email me.
3: While Asher does that, I want to talk about if you do video, which you should just, just like Asher saying, be genuine. If you like to sit and read books, if you like to play chess, if you like to mow your lawn, it doesn't matter if it's boring, if it's fun, if it's exciting, if you're yelling into the mic like Asher and I do, or if you're calm and cool, if you love to cook, it doesn't matter. Just put yourself on video doing what you love to do. That way you don't have to think about it and you don't have to be somebody that you're not. People are going to fall in love with who you are. They want to like and trust you. And you do that by doing things that, that people love to do, right? You connect through commonalities. And so just do it that way. It's going to be the best, the best way to do it. Um, and um, yeah, you don't have to, you don't have to think about it. Just be yourself. Just put yourself on video and, and do it that way.
2: Hey, we are pressed for time. Like I said, if you guys have additional questions or want to have another conversation, reach out to either myself or Scott. We work together in our coaching business. So um, you get the two-for-one special when you work with us. And um, are there any other questions before um, we wrap this episode up? Doesn't look like it. Well, ladies and gentlemen, we want to thank you guys so much for joining us today on the agent power huddle. And we also want to thank the agent power huddle for allowing us to be guests and co-hosts on the show. We look forward to seeing you guys next week. We'll be wrapping up our session and we are extremely excited to continue to deliver value to you guys on things that we're doing in the marketplace. Like I said, any other questions, we've got our information down in the chat. We'll see you guys next week on Monday morning at 8 a.m.,